Obviously, this is not helpful by any stretch of the imagination. And when you catch yourself doing this or talking to yourself in this way, try to pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and ask yourself the following question. Welcome to The Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Welcome to another episode of The Mindset Diet. Thank you so much for joining me here today and listening to what I have to say. I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a five-star rating or review wherever you listen and share this episode on social media. All right, without making this intro too long, let's hop right into five psychological blocks to weight loss. So I came up with today's episode topic because I've been personally struggling with higher amounts of anxiety and depression recently than I normally do. Um, I attribute this to just an increase in work stress and feeling like there's a lot on my plate right now and I know it's a normal part of life. As I may have mentioned in previous episodes, I have been diagnosed with PTSD and so there are certainly times when I'm overwhelmingly you know, depressed or anxious or whatever it may be and that seems to be the case right now. You know, it's it's okay to let myself get down. It's okay to feel my feelings. It's okay to be struggling. It's okay for me and it's okay for you as well. However, I do know that in order to feel better, I have to change something, right? My situation's not gonna change itself. Normally when I'm really struggling mentally, I turn to Impact Theory by Tom Bilyeu because he talks a lot about depression and anxiety. And I can't remember which episode of his I was listening to, but he mentioned a book called Feeling Great by Dr. David Burns. And when I looked into the book, I realized that it was based on the principles of cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And that was something that I studied in college. That is a, uh, a form of therapy that has been shown to be very successful. It essentially states that our thoughts drive our emotions and our emotions drive our behavior. So our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions are what we base our behavior off of. And if you can change your thoughts, you can therefore change your emotions and change your behavior. And so I decided to go ahead and get this book and I'm only about 30 pages into it. But in the first chapter, Dr. Burns brings up something I remember studying in college and being quite fascinated by, and that's the topic of cognitive distortions. Without boring you and going too deep into the details, a cognitive distortion is basically just an illogical way of thinking. And actually a few months back, I made a guide on five cognitive distortions, or in this case, psychological blocks, to weight loss. And so today what I wanna do is talk to you about those and cover them a little bit more in detail. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to list a cognitive distortion, I'm gonna give you its definition, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how it may be affecting your weight loss journey and blocking your weight loss results. All right, so the first very illogical way of thinking, the first cognitive distortion we're going to cover is all or nothing or black and white thinking. I talk about this a lot in my content and a lot with my clients, so you may have heard this, but in case you don't know what it is, it's thinking in terms of extremes, believing things are either good or bad and not recognizing that there is a gray area. So what does this look like for you on your weight loss journey? If you are someone who thinks that you have to go to the gym five times a week and every workout has to be great or you shouldn't go at all, 
you are engaging in all or nothing thinking. If you're somebody that eats one cookie and then convinces yourself that you're a failure so you should just eat the entire sleeve of Oreos, that is all or nothing thinking. I had a client tell me this recently and she's been working really, really hard. Her weight is just coming off slowly. It's coming off, but it's coming off slowly, which by the way is normal and expected, but she feels like she is just never going to lose the weight that she wants to lose. It's just never going to happen. That again is an example of all or nothing thinking. So if you find yourself engaging in this type of thinking, remind yourself that there is a gray area and that's actually where you make the most progress. You don't make the most progress by being perfect. You certainly don't make any progress by doing nothing at all. It's in that area in between that you're going to move one step closer to your ultimate weight loss goal. All right, the second cognitive distortion we're gonna cover here is emotional reasoning. So this is when you assume that what you feel must be the truth. So this looks like I feel lazy today, so I am lazy. I feel unmotivated, so I'm not motivated. I feel like a failure, so I am a failure. I feel fat, so I am fat, right? Obviously, this is not helpful by any stretch of the imagination. And when you catch yourself doing this or talking to yourself in this way, try to pause for a moment, take a deep breath and ask yourself the following question. Is there any evidence that this is actually true or do I just feel this way? Another thing you can ask yourself because we're so much harder on ourselves than other people are on us is, would my partner, would my child, would my best friend describe me this way? Would my best friend say I'm lazy? Would my partner say I'm fat, right? When we, when we think about how other people perceive us, we realize that we're doing a lot more harm than good being so harsh on ourselves. Speaking of being harsh on ourselves, number three is mental filtering. So this is where you only pay attention to certain types, which is usually negative, of information or evidence. What this looks like on your weight loss journey is that, you know, you just started a program or you just started eating healthier, you have more energy, you're in a better mood, your clothes fit better, you're losing inches, but you're ignoring all of those improvements because the scale isn't going down as quickly as you want it to. What I like to recommend to do to combat this type of cognitive distortion is to write down all of your small wins in a journal. When you're feeling particularly discouraged or upset or frustrated, read through the journal and reflect on all of the progress that you've made so that you can remind yourself how different you are, how much you've improved, and you know, compare yourself to where you were, not necessarily two days ago or you know a week ago, because progress is usually slow, especially if you're doing it right with weight loss, compare yourself to months ago, compare yourself to a year ago and look at how much you've grown and how much you've changed and give yourself credit for that. You probably worked really hard to get yourself there and you shouldn't discount all the wins that you've gotten along the way. Once you've worked through that mental filtering, the next thing you want to tackle is overgeneralization. So the definition of overgeneralization is jumping to conclusions by assuming that one single event is part of a pattern. So this looks like skipping one workout or two workouts and saying, I never go to the gym like I should, or having you know one bad experience with meal prepping or one bad experience with healthy foods or something along those lines, and then telling yourself that you hate cooking. You know, this is common in the way that we judge other people as well. A lot of times somebody will do something that we don't necessarily agree with or we don't necessarily respect, 
And instead of thinking to ourselves, man, maybe that person's just having a bad day. Maybe they're just, you know, they're a little off today. That's not their normal behavior. We just overgeneralize and we call them a bad person. So this is something you really want to avoid in all areas of your life. Last but not least, we have magnification or just catastrophizing everything. And this is obviously, you know, blowing things completely out of proportion. So this is saying to yourself, you know, I didn't feel comfortable in my bikini at that pool party. It's because I'm obese when you're really not that overweight, you know, that one slice of pizza I had on Friday, it just ruined my progress for the entire week and I should just give up, right? Very common, um, you know, alongside that all or nothing or black and white thinking. So instead of thinking that way, try this instead. Ask yourself if the one bad experience, the one negative event, the one negative emotion you experienced will still feel like a big deal a month from now. And if it won't, it may not be as bad as you think it is and you probably should not be making a mountain out of a molehill. So those were the five cognitive distortions that I decided to talk to you all about today. Now, there are a lot of them. I think there are like 15 or 20 or something along those lines, but those are the five that I see are most common with the people we work with and just the women I talk to in general who are on a weight loss journey. So next time you're feeling super discouraged, you're feeling really down on yourself, or you're just not happy with where you're at and you're just engaging in a lot of that negative self-talk, ask yourself, honestly, if some of these thoughts are illogical or if they are cognitive distortions. To be fully honest with you, this is an exercise I'm going to do very soon because some of the thoughts I've been having, I realize are very illogical and they're just making me feel down. And like I mentioned earlier, if you can control your thoughts, you can control your emotions and you can control your behaviors and you can behave in a way that gets you closer to your goals, be it weight loss goals, relationship goals, personal growth goals, whatever it is, you have to have that control over your thoughts in order to make any sort of lasting changes. All right, that's gonna wrap up today's episode. Thank you again so much for listening. Um, did you like this episode? This was a fun one for me to record and I'm gonna be putting out a lot more content around this in the near future. So hopefully you, you liked it and you got some value out of it. If you did like it, like I mentioned earlier, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star rating or review for the show, share this with your friends and family, tell people about it. Um, and yeah, that's all I'm gonna ask you to do today. So thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode and I'm wishing you wellness.